Okay, quiet on the set, everybody. Stand by. Roll camera. Speed. Roll sound. Speed. Market. And cue talent. Hello, and welcome to another episode of This Week in Production. I'm your host, Art Aldridge, and this episode is being recorded live in Dallas, Texas, on location. I have three guests with me tonight, two of which are fairly new to the podcast, but most familiar, Mr. Tom Chartrand. Thank you for having me. Next to Tom is Mr. George Bahamundi. Hello, my first time here, thank you. And also for his second visit, coming off a highly successful episode, Mr. John Warner. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. That's all you have to say? For now. <laughs> Give me a <laughs> minute or two. Don't take him now, on, please. Now, this is, this is a unique episode because we, we are really, as I was envisioning this podcast, it was going to be very topical in my mind, things that were happening literally this week in my production life. Right. So this episode is being recorded. We're actually in the uh, concierge level lounge of the Marriott Quorum at uh, DFW. Not at the airport, but uh, nearby. Very close, very close. And we had a a bad experience with, with Emil. Right, but we had talked about all the experiences that we've had in the past and how cool that might be to talk about. We did. It was very serendipitous, right. I would say. Yeah. If I was going to put a word to it. I'm not even sure what that word means, but... Serendipitous <laughs> is beautiful. Well, then it's not... By, by it's chance. Not I think it means by, by chance. chance. <laughs> yes. So we were, we were discussing, because we actually had a very nice crew dinner... Um, the previous night, last night, and for like, us, and for, for someone's special birthday, for a special birthday, right. seventy. For affectionately, we call him Grandpa. But it was a very nice crew meal, and I, I do, I try hard to take care of the crew with meals and and just general uh, human comfort needs. Tequila. But I can but, agree with but, that wholeheartedly. But tonight we we were working all day on a, on a job, you know, 12 hour day, came back to the hotel. No one felt like getting in a car or getting in an Uber, which does happen often. So we decided to stay at the hotel and eat. And that was the beginning of the, the trouble. <laughs> we kind of saw it coming. So well, that might did. be, yeah, that might be all the years that we've been working together and seeing all this stuff going on, but you kind of felt it could be trouble. We've had, well, we've here, had many successes uh, up until this point. Well, here was the first sign of trouble. Um, when I went to the bar and I was the first to arrive, I decided, oh, let me go over to the hostess right. and make sure that they can accommodate a group of our size, which was tonight was 14. And I always ask because sometimes you go to a place and they're like, you know what? We are slammed. We can't accommodate this group. It's going to be really slow or we're understaffed or whatever the reason. I always ask because I never want to put anyone in a position where they can't provide us the proper service. Right. Just right. basic and, service, timeliness. And you appreciate that honesty. It's I, like absolutely. I'd rather not deal with so, if you can't. Yeah. So I went to the hostess and I said, listen, we have a group of 14. We'd like to come in for dinner. 
if that's possible. And I said 6.30, it was about an hour from the time I was asking her. Right. She said, no problem. Put the table aside. Okay, this seemed great. I went to the bartender, ordered a drink, and the bartender informed me that she was going to be our host uh, server. Ding, and I ding, was like, ding, ding, really? ding. I was like, oh, <laughs> are, you, are you getting off from your bartender shift? Because the bar was quite busy at yeah. 530. Very lobby, busy for a hotel lobby bar, yeah. And she said, um, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> right. And that put a little light bulb in my head, but I said, well, maybe the bar is going to slow down. Right. They must know what they're doing. They said they can accommodate us. And then we proceeded to then have a horrendous two-hour um, wait. Yeah, two, wait. And a, two and a half hours all and, spent. And, nice. and, and some of the food came out wrong. And, and whatever. These things happen. But the, the topic that I wanted to you know, talk about tonight was basic you know, providing for your crew meals, water, beverages, rest. These are basics. But well, maybe so, not rest. Sometimes rest. <laughs> okay. Sometimes rest. Sometimes rest. All right. okay. Providing what the crew needs so they can do what they well, have to do. Well, as, as a producer, you know, my job is to put the crew in the best position to do their jobs. So our, our particular um, jobs that we were doing together, they usually start pretty early. And I always try to have a hot breakfast, yep. you know, ready when, when the crew gets there. And lunch... You know, sometimes lunch is a bit of a hit or miss, depending on working. I always try to make up for a lack of uh, maybe lunch or, or a hard-working day. I always try to provide dinner with a, um, a little extra. And as a producer... A good, meal, a good dinner, yeah. As a producer, I don't even mind going into my own pocket to pay for maybe a meal that's above what was allocated in the uh, per diem mm -hmm. just for the purpose of taking care of the crew because these these are the people that are taking care of me i want to take care of, of you guys that are in the room right. so that's my my that own sense. personal philosophy and actually you know very early on with this uh, particular client that we're all uh, working for um there used to be some incidents with breakfast where it wasn't ready when the crew got in at, at 6 a.m. I don't remember that. And it doesn't maybe sound like a big deal, but like when you have people who are getting up maybe at 4 to get ready to come in for a 6 o'clock start, and now because someone in um, a department, you know, events, whatever, didn't think that um, it was that important to have the food ready or they forgot to tell the staff or whatever the reason is, right? The food's right. not ready. Now you're waiting an hour for breakfast when you, you may be starving. It's an important now, start to the day. It yeah. is very important. And, and you're starting, you have work to do. Like, it's not like, hey, we come in and we wait around for two hours before we work. Right. I've allocated time in the schedule for breakfast. And then immediately we have to start hitting the... Hit the ground running. The ground yeah. running. Sure. So a delay in breakfast can be catastrophic. Right. And we've, we've had this happen. I'm sure Johnny... As a producer, and Tom as a producer, and, and George, you're not really a producer, but you've worked on a lot of production. Sure. You've probably had some experiences with this. Where the, where the food doesn't show up? Or where, where food the... has become a problem oh, yeah, in the production sure. world. Absolutely. And so, it's so important to get through the day, yeah. 
So I don't know, Tom, maybe you know you want to share an experience with us or not. Well, no. I mean, today was special, so I'm just like reeling from it. But no, it's it's important when you've got <laughs> when when you've got a crew. Are you of, hurt? You no, I clutched I'm, your chest. I'm Are just okay? fine. Okay, I'm just fine. You can't see that, folks, but he clutched <laughs> his chest. No. Today was a special day, so no. But it's it's important to make sure that everybody who's there to do the job is at least set up to start doing the job right, you know, and that they're ready to go, so that nothing else impedes the workflow of the day, and that's kind of an important thing, you know. And then at the end of the day, you want to have it be you know, a situation where everyone's be able to celebrate, having a good day at work, ready to come back the next time you ask them to, because keeping that, that, that crew happy is important. Well, and, and again, the jobs that, that we're all happen to be working on right now are, are travel jobs, they're destination jobs. So we spend, you know, many, many days together. I mean, Johnny, I was actually thinking back to a job maybe 15 years ago that we did overseas and the crew literally had a meltdown in Madrid. Well, for some people on that job, it was the first time they had left the United States. There, there were so they other, didn't really there get... There were other circumstances, but, but imagine, you know, we, I have 15 crew in Madrid, some of, as you say, some of which were overseas for the first time, and the food was problematic. Uh, it was problematic only from the standpoint that people weren't familiar with what they were going to get necessarily. I think in the end, in the, in the end, people understood, oh, I'm in a place where the food is different than I normally eat, and I'm going to go for it, and I'm going to go with it. But, I mean, people were fracturing. Yes, it was time to eat, and like, oh, there's a McDonald's across the plaza. I'm going to go to the McDonald's. And then, like, I know I was like, oh, you're going to the fucking McDonald's. Why? We're in Spain. Why would you not eat, like, jamon? And, well, and it was just a cultural thing. But it was a huge problem because crew meals for me, I, the, one of the things I like about crew meals, especially if you have time to actually stop in the middle of the day, and enjoy or that. A, yeah. a, a moment where you get to catch your breath, one. Two, you get to bond a little bit about what's going on in the side of the day and talk about what's coming up next. And people really appreciate that. Even if you give them a 15-minute or 20-minute working lunch where they can sit down and go, oh, yeah, hey, what are we doing next? Or, hey, that was kind of cool what we did before. Or that didn't really work right. Let's try something different. Or, hey, isn't this eggplant parmesan really good? Whatever. But it gives you a chance to kind of bring yourselves together outside of, like, work. And when you don't have that, like we had that experience a long time ago, you kind of don't, you don't, you don't, the glue is not there. The, the, you don't gel as easily. Because people gel over a meal, let's face well, they it. Do. I mean, they do, they do. But the, the problem with that and the problem I see pretty often is that the meals are not given enough thought. True. The meals need to be, especially when you have a crew, I would say anything more than three, the meals need to be planned in a way, because George, as a crew member, mm -hmm. you could probably speak to this. If you have a meal break and meals are not provided, it's, let's say it's a walkaway meal. Right. You then have to think, okay, where am I? Maybe I'm not familiar with the area. It becomes stressful. It can, it can be, yeah. I, I, Do I have enough time to get my meal? Do I have enough time to get back and eat it? Am I gonna get 
sick from the food. How much will it cost me? Like <laughs> right, you're, absolutely. You're in, so, the, so there's, you're in the there's, city somewhere, downtown Manhattan. And, 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 and my, I don't do that with my crews. My right. crews get fed you know, by me, and there's no mm -hmm. thinking about it. But you have to put effort into considering what the meal is. Like, as, as again, as a production worker, I think it's easiest, you correct me if I'm speaking mm -hmm. out of sure. school, it's easier just where you don't have to think about lunch. Absolutely. I, I, uh, yeah, walk-off lunches can be difficult. It's the occasions where we've had them, the cool part that was about that were production knew we were in a really great place to go walk within a block or two, and there were reasonably priced lunch places, like $10, $12. You would just... I'm you telling were, the audio uh, guy to, to stick speak the into mic the microphone. In mouth. <laughs> but it sounds fine to me. Maybe my headphones are too loud. But anyway, <laughs> I think he's got a food buzz. I do have a food buzz. Um, but no, it, it's true. And, and like that particular production, they were really they were aware of where we were, our locations, and there was ample places to go out, walk off, and that we had enough time. They were inexpensive. And, and that's it fine. worked out really well. That's fine. Other when occasions. It's, when it's produced, when, when this It was very thoughtful. It, very yes. absolutely. I, I, think, I think the thing we have to make clear to the audience is this is, this is different than a, an ongoing feature production or a long form thing where you have craft services involved and you have a whole entire department who are taking care of brec breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Yes. And this is, we're talking about video production, the kind of stuff that we've been doing, you know, the sort of meat and potatoes kind of work, haha, <laughs> pardon the pun, but, you, you, you know, so that it's clear that it's, this is about, like, if it's a small job and I've got to not only produce and direct, I've got to make sure everyone who's working with me and for me have eaten so that they're not pissed off at me. Or that they get there in the morning, like you said, and, and there's no coffee, you got to at least have a box of Joe and some muffins or something for people. And then at lunchtime, you got to give them some hot food. At least a hot, a hot, I, uh, I absolutely I, I have to. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. But how many times, Tom, have you been on a job as a, as a crew member yeah. and you have not been given that consideration? So many times people in the industry, they just, they push through the day. They don't have anything but a cup of coffee and they think, all right, I'm good till Five, six, no seven lunch. PM. They don't yeah. offer you lunch. You right. don't stop either. No, exactly. I mean, that happens quite a bit, and you know, I think it, it it speaks to another level of production when you're working with a crew that takes that into account. That you've got to be nourished. I, you've got to get through the day. I can say with a hundred percent accuracy that on jobs where I haven't had a big budget and I've hired people at you know, smaller scales, I've never had food be an afterthought. Right. And those are people that I still work with today because I've treated them like a human being right. who needs to eat, you know, two or three times a day and be given, you know, some water and some comfort. It needs to be a built-in consideration, whether or not, because maybe your personality or your metabolism is such that, hey, you know what? I can hit start my day at 7 a.m., and I'll have a cup of coffee, and I'm not going to be hungry until 3 p.m. But you can't apply your own personal mindset to to everybody else in the production. That's right. a you know, very good I remember point we, we, had, we had a little thing, but, but we were doing way back up in New Hampshire. We was our 
like you and George, I. This and, is radio. They don't know who you're pointing oh, to. Oh, talking to John, we had a production up in New <laughs> Hampshire, a documentary, and we had just two of us at that particular day and like two young PAs. And we were just like on a roll to get things accomplished. And we were wondering why the two 20-year-old PAs are dragging their butts around. And we did just honestly just didn't realize, oh, my well, gosh, these guys are starving because their metabolisms are such where they have to be fed every two hours where we were fine with going. I have zero recollection of what he's talking about. It, it was it was and on, well, it was one day. <laughs> the day that we that that happened, he was you know, we apologized profusely and it never happened again. But it was just one of those moments where we were under the gun. Again, we were, you know, we are older. We can kind of maybe process our food a little bit more slowly. And the young guys were dragging, and he's thinking, why are they acting this way, you know? And we, he realized, oh, my gosh, it's 3 p.m., and they, had, they haven't had lunch yet. No. You know, so, but again, you, you just have to always apply that the you, general it, rule. It needs to be thought of, and, and it drives me nuts when the go-to response of the producer is to order, you know, three pizzas and say lunch is here and right. call it a day yeah. right that is such a cop out and that. i'm just calling you out on the carpet if you do that i'll remember that next week yes <laughs> art does not want pizza you can get him some baked ziti in a tray he does not want pizza so what is the worst and i'm looking at you tom what yeah. is the worst meal experience on a job that you've had besides tonight a basket of Quaker oats or, you know, like. Who puts Quaker oats in a basket? Not, not Quaker oats. The, <laughs> Nobody the, puts the little, Quaker oats the little in a protein, basket. The protein bars <laughs> and a bottle of water. protein bars and a bottle of water. Okay. You know? For what? Lunch or breakfast? Everything. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like here, here's your wow. protein bar and your yeah, water. Go work. protein bar. This will get you through the day. You know? Okay. All right. George, was, what's your was worst? That, was that in a prison? That one? Where was that? It could have been. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it may have been in a prison. George, what's your worst? Um, uh, I, I, I think probably just like, yeah, like, a, like just a bag of like, you know, bear claws and some pastries that, that were like the favorites of the producer and no one really even liked what he brought because, yeah, there he was, again, not considering anybody other than himself. And so I guess that, just that in general, just that lack of thought about what's required and what makes people function and work happily. I, I will share a story that some people in the listening audience might find uncomfortable. Oh. But it's, it's something that happened early in a relationship with one of my clients. We were on location. Um, I'm based in New York. This was a job we were doing in Los Angeles. And it was an outdoor shoot. And it was like LA in the summer, so it was, it was pretty warm. And there was no thought, not intentionally or negligently, but there was no thought given to lunch or, or water or shade or anything. Oh my. It, and, and, and the reason was that it was a new producer. I wasn't producing the job. The producer wasn't experienced, right. hadn't anticipated. We were staying at a hotel. We were shooting on a hotel property. But the thought of, of meals wasn't considered. So here we are. We're, we're outside yeah. in the sun. Right. And we're, we're working, you know, 
five, six hours, and it's no no thought of a meal. Mm -hmm. And then when the time came, we're like, you know, we That's really so need wrong to at eat. That point. Really need to eat. There was no method to feed the crew. There wasn't right. a mechanism. So what the producer had to do was go to the little convenience store in the hotel oh. and buy water and granola bars mm -hmm. at like $5 a piece, just trying to appease the crew. Who was already over it at that point, I'm sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely, it, it absolutely. Yeah. We knew that the producer wasn't being malicious about it. It wasn't like about getting more work done. Right. They just no. didn't think about it. They just hadn't thought about it, right. but it was still... It was awful, and and at the end of the day, the crew was dehydrated, sure. sunburned, and the next day we weren't very productive. So you know it's short-sighted, yeah. and and it was a lesson learned. But you do need to really. I would imagine that person, you know, if they were a newbie at it, they were super concerned about one acting like they were capable of running their production right you know is the dp getting this producer knows what they're talking about focused on the is, job are they going right. to pull their whole entire day off properly and maybe they were so concerned and so nervous that they just you know it's just not even a thought to them because they were kind of right we'll say pan you know, panicking about getting through their day properly and right. impressing the crew that again they were competent to handle the day um but yeah it's you know it's you just have to really realize that all of those things, it's every step of the way in production in, includes how you take care of your people, how right. you get them hydrated, fed, et cetera, you know, feeling really good about everything. No. And everyone doesn't, maybe, you know, we, we would share your enthusiasm with getting everything done, but also don't forget that part of that enthusiasm requires our energy levels to be maintained and not be distracted by thirst and hunger Absolutely. and getting a sunburn or bit up by mosquitoes or whatever that whatever that you know it might be so right right i think it, i think i think it's also when somebody's wearing too many hats on a small job it's something that can easily slip through the cracks yes because you've got you're thinking about you know your call sheets and booking your crew and your location and all these other things then you go oh shit i gotta feed people too right what am i gonna do so i think it's it's part of a checklist that is often it's not got anything to do with what's on screen directly and right. people for that for that reason they just kind of forget about it in a little bit of a way you know and they just they just kind of go oh what you know wait a minute Oh right, I gotta feed people. I got three other people here. I don't have to worry about myself just rolling into Arby's and getting a roast beef sandwich. Right. It's important I to not be actually, an afterthought. Right. I but you know, but there there are times I know when I've gone on the road with one or two other people, there are times where it's just like, All right, I haven't really put much thought into lunch, but we're gonna right. take a lunch break. Well, let's find a place and we'll ask whoever we're working with or wherever we're shooting, where's a good place for lunch? Right. And they'll tell us and we'll I'll literally say, okay, we're going to stop and go get some food and sit down and eat. Now, you can't do that with a large crew. you got to actually well, bring a meal by. You right. can, and I'm not saying that you can't be a little bit unscripted with meals, but if you're saying there's a hard, you know, one-hour window for lunch, when you break for lunch, lunch better be ready. Sure. And yeah. there better be somewhere to sit and somewhere to, you know, have something to drink. And, and it has to be like that way. If you're going to be off script for lunch, 
then there better be a lot of flexibility in the schedule so that if it takes an extra 30 minutes, 40 minutes, right. 50 minutes right. for lunch, that it's not like, oh, my God, you know, cracking the whip. Yeah, but I think if you're going to shut down, if you're going to shut down the shoot for an hour and have a walk away, especially if you're traveling and giving people a per diem, I mean, unless I you're in the, unless you're in the middle of, unless you're in the middle of nowhere, why not? I mean, come on. I mean, uh, you can go get some food. Here's some sometimes you know, that's and here's here's the point I was getting to in Madrid. If you remember, is that we couldn't find a single restaurant that everybody wanted to eat. Everyone in. wanted to eat. Right. So we did a in effect. It was a walk away. It was, but but the problem was that we were accustomed the crew was accustomed to all having the community meal sure not walk away per diem kind of thing so that was a little bit of a struggle because it was like unexpected now i need to go and find somewhere in a foreign country <laughs> where am i going to go and yeah. there was a mcdonald's and it was a burger king but it was not you know your normal process and we actually that's because you're too good to people and you spoil people and we they, we, we it's had like, you, get, you know it's like it's like somebody who gets meals cooked for them every day and then the person who cooks the meals dies or goes on vacation <laughs> or leaves you because you're a pain in the and, ass. And, and then and then they got to figure out how to feed themselves <laughs> it's like george we're not going to get personal <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's you never know, personal go about. feed yourself no, it's really personal I, about I th food i think if you know if it's a working lunch yeah you got to feed people but if you're taking a one hour lunch break i mean there are many jobs i've been on where it's like it's lunch See ya. Be back in an be hour. Back in an right, hour, but, right? But that that needs to be stated. Most people's jobs are that, that ahead way. of time. That though, needs yeah. to be stated on the call sheet. Yes. Yeah. Of course. And yeah, isn't no. it usually mostly like local and when, that, when that occurs, be, as opposed to as travel? People days. have to be prepared for it. Yes. They got to bring their they got to bring their 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 lunch money, and they got to be able to either that or bring their lunch box and have the option of sitting around and doing their whatever they want to do. But at the same time, I think if 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 you are Letting people know that it's more than fair if you're in a place, if you're nowhere where they can't, where you can't get to lunch. Like I go, I go on a lot of these. Like some of my shoots are small, me and maybe two other people, and we go to factories that are in the middle of nowhere. And I don't really figure out lunch till I get there. And usually, figuring out lunch is going to the guy who's running the factory and going. Where do you guys eat lunch? And that's and kind of an adventure. And sometimes it's good. Yeah. And sometimes it's not. But, but that's okay because you're. But I usually I don't wait till noon. I, I like ten. I'm like, where are we gonna? You know, but where you do you guys also, eat lunch? You also are allowing flexibility and schedule for that. Right. And then when lunch comes, we stop. You yeah. Know? And usually but, they'll be like, oh, here's a, here's a menu of the place we are going to go yeah, to. Sometimes you know, I'll really, bring in later. What and I'm pick really a sandwich, saying, so. I think, and I'm gonna not name names, but. Typically, the small agency jobs are the ones that will throw out a couple of pizzas and call it a day and say, you got 30 minutes, get back to work. And I think right. it's short-sighted, and I'm just saying that it sucks. That, that can suck. <laughs> I guess I've been pretty fortunate. Unless it's really good pizza. <laughs> yeah, that, that, don't good, good okay. pizza is Tom, okay. okay. No pizza I'm, next week. I'm, I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm getting that, yeah. No Cavatelli. pizza. <laughs> the finest Italian I know, restaurant. Just where we're going. Where, okay. am I, where am I in this all right, we're, we're gonna, I'm kidding. We're I'm gonna, sorry. I got my local audio guy, George. I'm sorry. We're going to wrap it's this all up, but I want to throw this out. I know all of you are you know, good Boy Scouts, 
Now I know for me, I always packed a few uh, dehydrated meat sticks as my spare emergency <laughs> food for times when I can't get lunch for some reason or another. And you're what alone, is, or are you going to give meat sticks to the crew? No, I've never given a meat stick to a crew. Except <laughs> Thank Tom. goodness. Oh, yes, you have. So what, the smile what, is, what is your, your safety valve, your backup food that you bring with you on a job? Number one is coffee crystals, whether it's Folgers or Starbucks. I've got to be able to make my coffee out of a... A shower head. A shower head or whatever <laughs> gives me hot water. That's for the, maybe coffee, for the Iditarod? Not everywhere. <laughs> I got to have hot coffee to start my day. So that's Luke number one. coffee, it sounds I'm like. I'm fine with that. Mine are Tic Tacs and Mike and Ike's. That's it. Wow. <laughs> I would have a, a Tupperware container of some dry cereal. Get, you don't bring that on a shoot. Not Come a, on. Well, not a, wait, 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 where? Where local? Tupperware no, and a local, dried cereal. Locally, locally, if I'm going working local, he, he I have a little thermal bag. What do you normally? Oh, bring uh, with traveling. You? I don't. I don't bring anything. I just oh, bring my. No, I just bring my. I don't, no, no contingency for anything except for my no Starbucks. Backup. You, know, you get abandoned on the side of the road somewhere. You got nothing. You're eating your shirt. I will, I will hunt a squirrel. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, George <laughs> is almost homeless. So if you do have the ability to take him in, please do. But I bring no spare food either. I, I, no, but, I, but just to get cover it on a local gig, I have my little thermal bag, and I'll have my dry cereal, yogurt, and a banana. And I would, that's in my car, in my backpack on the train, yeah, but, and I will have but, that with But me. here's the thing. Here's what I will say, and you guys will be able to vouch for this. Your personality type is a little more go with the flow. Yeah, right. I'm for the me, same way. I'm the same uh, yeah. way. I need to eat at a certain time just for my body and whatever. And I, and I get cranky when I don't get my food at that <laughs> you time. You should see the look he's giving me right now, people. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I carry what I need to feed myself in those situations. So when it's not provided. Yeah, yeah. so right. that I don't have to yell at people. Do you have meat sticks with you right now? I yes. <laughs> Eat one, please. <laughs> and so, some nut butter. Yeah, yes, nut butter, very good. I, I bring no food with me. And, and that's fine, but you're cranky anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an on-location episode of This Week in Production. Thank you for participating, Tom. Thank you. George, you didn't get to introduce yourself. Why don't you really quick just tell the audience who you are, okay. what you do. I'm George Vamondi. I am in- Is that oh, how you say your name? Vamondi. I've well, never uh, known well, that. Vamondi. But I am a production and post audio. All right, Johnny, thank you. George, thank you. Tom, thank You're you. Welcome. Thanks, Art. We'll see you next week. That was a lot of fun. It would be even better if you could add something to the conversation. Drop me an email at thisweekinproduction at gmail.com. Or even better, call our new TWIP voice mailbox and leave us a message. 601-564-TWIP. That's 601-564-8947. Also, a reminder that This Week in Production is available on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. So please subscribe to get every episode. Lastly, if you like what you hear, would you mind giving me a rating or a review? I'd appreciate that. Okay, that's a wrap on this week in production. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.